You guys, it's Chelsea. And it's Aaron. We're in, I guess, just our official podcast studio at this point. You it's love a, letting it's everyone a conference know room where we are. On the fifth floor of my building that I sort of work, but not really. Um, I like people to know, just in the off chance, I don't know. Why do I? Is it just like deep down inside, I think I'm afraid to get in trouble, but, but do I really just enjoy the drama of inviting it? Yeah, I think you just want everyone to know, like, I... I'm breaking the law for you. I'm breaking the law, but actually not at all because I work in this building, just not in this conference room. However, we do work here now because we've recorded enough times and we have a very special guest today. It's Jenna, ladies and gentlemen. She's the artist formerly known as Jenna. The artist only known as Jenna. (laughs) Hi, guys. In the vein of Prince, Mariah. Beyonce. Beyonce. She's Jenna. She's a writer and a celebrity, works for a celebrity news outlet. So that's where we're keeping her ID kind of on the DL here. She was like, either I can tell you okay stories and have my real name or tell you good stories and have it be fake. And I was like, fake name. It's a fake name, Jenna. So welcome. Thank you. Welcome to our conference room. Thank you so much for being here. Why don't you guys give us a little, because you guys are are the pals here, and remind me of your relationship history. How did you guys become friends? Jenna and one of my good friends from college are best friends from home, right? From and high school, from yeah. High school, yeah. And from from um, softball when we were eight. Oh, oh fun. Yeah, That's and we're so still, fun. it's my longest friend. We, we're still friends. Um, we both live in Park, Park Slope now. That's so exciting. Yeah. That's so rare for friends in New York City. Like, yeah, totally. I feel, Chelsea's my only friend in my neighborhood, I think. Really? I feel like I have so many, I don't know, maybe I'm a unicorn. I have so many friends in Astoria. And then like my friends that do live in Manhattan or Brooklyn are like, what do you even do in Astoria? I'm like, I don't know. Astoria's Rarely leave because I just so happen to have like a lot of people either that I lured there or that, you know, I just got close to by virtue of the fact that we live there, I guess. Mm -hmm. Anyways, we're way off topic already. So Jenna, um, tell us just before we get into all the dating aspects, just any little juicy celeb tidbits you want to drop on us? Just any little, any little teasers you want to give us? Is anyone a real piece of shit? We want to know. Yes, there are lots of pieces of shit. (laughs) I don't know. This is very breaking news. (laughs) Um, Wait, what? Not every celebrity is an angel? Yeah, horrible. So there's lots of men who are um, very obsessed with themselves. Really surprising. And one time, so back in my party days, I was at this party at like the Soho Grand or something. Mm. I mean, I haven't been out now in like three years, four years, five years, six years. But anyways, (laughs) it used to be like a cool place to go. And I was at someone's like hotel room and a very, very drunk Cuba Gooding Jr. showed up. (gasps) Yeah, wasted. And he's really small, which was surprising. He's like skinny and very short. I feel like saw him as a small man. And he has kind of a reputation from being a piece of shit. Yeah, he definitely definitely does. So we're safe. Cuba, you can't come at us. We all know. Yep. He has he has like bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> He's just getting divorced. But he, I was with the girlfriend there and he came up to us wasted and like sweating, like cokey sweating, you know? Oh boy. Yeah. Um, and asked if we um we were, he was just like, hey, and then he started saying, Show me the money. I'm not even kidding. No. <laughs> and we're like, Oh my god, person. is this really happening right now? <laughs> And then we were talking to him and I kept calling him like, oh, so Cuba Gooding Jr. Because what you can't just call him Cuba, right? Like right. it's a three name. Definitely three name three-name situation. Person. And I was like, do you want, what do you want me to call you? Junior, Cuba, whatever. And he's like, call me sweet dick, baby. Ew. <laughs> Who, like, 
like, what does that even mean? Oh. I mean, I know what it means, but like, <laughs> but what does it mean? Why is it so sweet? I'm not sure. I know. And is, are you looking for a sweet dick or would you be a little surprised if you, if you found that? Yeah. Like why I would be nervous. It's like sweat or I don't know yeah. why it would be sweet, but, um, I declined. I actually, it's, it's, people don't, they're like, no, you, you did it. I was like, no, I actually did decline. I believe that people have turned down Cuba Gooding Jr. though. Yeah. No, just because they know my reputation. I was um, really slutty and drunk a lot. So I'd it. always sleep with everyone, but not a, a pretty like good celebrities? Have you ever um, slept with a celebrity to get the story? No. Have you ever lied to a celebrity to get a story? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, I'm trying to think this is like a long time ago. Because I would go undercover a lot. They would, like, send me places. And it would usually just to get, like, the background on someone. Like, I went to Florida for, like, Tiger Woods. Right. And I went to uh, Pennsylvania a lot for, like, John and Kate plus eight. Oh, my God. Yes, I did. I did, did, um, like, when it first came out in, like, 2009. But I... So you would just, like, follow John and Kate around. You would just, like, low-key stalk them. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. But it, wow. it wouldn't be like while they're there. Usually it'd just be like, oh, let me go door knock their cousin or let me go to the bar that he always goes to and picks up girls while he's married. Got it. Just stuff like that. Um, oh, wait, do we want to say her who would play her in the life? Oh, I thought we did that movie? afterwards. I don't know. I think sometimes we switch and I think sometimes we Let's do we it forget. now. Let's do it now. Okay. Um, Guys, I this think- is not a well-orchestrated production. <laughs> if anyone is just finding that out now, then... Nope. Uh, People say I look like Jane Krakowski. You do. But younger. Mm. Much younger. I said, Not, if she had a granddaughter. If she had like a, a her fetus. <laughs> that sounds really weird. But yeah. She's, I think, I don't even know how old she is. She's probably not even that. She's in her 40s. She's probably in her early 40s. Like she's not that much older than us. No, she's like 10 years older than me. If I'm acting like it's outrageous. Like she's geriatric. She's I know, really like when not. she started 30 Rock, she was probably like almost our age yeah probably. yeah but on 30 rock her whole thing was she was like i'm 29 yeah right yeah um i get that and then sometimes um there's this girl from the show called arrow has anyone seen that? i know of that show but i have no idea she's like freckly and blonde i just know this because two hmm. separate people who were like i was going to get froyo and the girl was like i love the show arrow and you look like the girl and then i went to friendlies on a road trip and this girl <laughs> In like what? rural Pennsylvania, um, I don't know why we're talking about Pennsylvania so much, but um, it comes I'm glad that that's where I'm from. So I'm in. Oh really? It. Yeah, I'm from Clarion. It's like towards Pittsburgh, Western Pennsylvania. Okay, I don't know anything. Yeah, that's fine. You get out that far. Anyway, mm-hmm. so you were at Friendlies, and a girl accosted you. Yeah, uh, the waitress. I was like, you look like the girl from Arrow. It's so funny. I'm gonna Google it right now. And she gave me like extra in my um, what are they called? The blizzards. <laughs> the blizzards. <laughs> Oh my gosh, just because you look like the girl Extra from Arrow? Extra peanut butter cups. You're like, I'll take it. I love that anytime you go to get a frozen dairy treat, you're <laughs> yes, just like, you know who you look like? I eat a lot of ice cream. It's yeah. kind of, If you date me, that's something you have to accept. Like, Oh, this um, is fun. You do kind of look like her, actually. Is her name? I have her no... I'm, I'm just looking at like these Google images. I have no... I mean, I've heard of this show, but I, I didn't even know... What search. network is it on? Uh, the one that's like kind of corny. That's fine. Wait, don't say it because they're, pa- they're not paying us to talk about it. So. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, Chelsea loves all things geared towards teenagers. So Absolutely. Also, the CW is named after me. The Chelsea White? Yeah, I know. the Chelsea White Network. Oh. Um, oh, wait. Did we want to do some topical shit too? Or we can just weave that in. Guys, there aren't rules on this podcast. We try to act like there are, but (laughs) let's hear your brief life story. Then we'll do topical shit. Then we'll do your story. Okay, I like that. Okay, so my life story is 
my first boyfriend I was with for five years. So I was, I'm very odd in that I had a long-term relationship and then I was single for a really fucking long time. So how long is, are we talking? Um, from when I was 16 to, or 15 to 20. Wow. You were in a relationship? Yeah, okay. like the whole time. And we broke wow. up when I was finishing sophomore year in, in college when <laughs> I got my shit together and realized what I was missing out on. What is, I don't want to get too far off topic, but this is a very sincere question. What is it like to be in a relationship when you're 15 years old? I was at my first actual like real relationship was when I was like 25. I, I, like before that, it was just like whatever, dating, like messing around. What is it like when I can't um, even imagine being in a relationship when I was a teenager? Did it's you a guys nightmare. just like make out of the backseat of the car? <laughs> like, yeah, what yeah, are you I doing? Yeah, I mean, it's just a nightmare because he was also really troubled. So it got way too serious, way too quick. And like, I should have yeah. had. Such a like light. he was trying to anger himself to you in a way like yeah, try, yeah. he was very possessive and mm-hmm. I was so young I didn't understand what's happening it's like mm-hmm. very like TV special sure yeah very um, CW yeah mm-hmm. I would definitely be on the CW yeah. and everything is so rot when you're a teenager too like every emotion is the biggest emotion you've ever felt right. and every problem is yeah. the biggest thing you've ever dealt with and like yeah I can imagine yeah and then he had his own trouble he was like he had bipolar disorder and then oh. he was doing a lot of uh, drugs so it was not. It was a little too much, and I was a really, really good student, so it was just like he kind of dragged me down, and then eventually I figured it out and cut him loose, but it took five years. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so that happened, and then after that, I basically um, was living a loving life. I was in college, and I had sex with everyone. Perfect. Everyone in school. And um, you just had a big list. You were just checking people off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like having the time of my life. Or I so I thought. But like it was something I needed to do because I yeah. had never had that opportunity. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I date. I dated. But like the longest relationship I had until the one I'm in now is um, probably like five months. Okay. Yeah. But then I had these things like the one with this guy who's kind of like my ghosted story is like a little foreshadow for later. Oh, I like that. Little where tease. it would be on and off. And like we would have this almost continuous or like we would talk all the time, but it was never official like right. for whatever reason. And um, but I like it was just like for it was a weird comfort in a way. So I had a few of those too, but okay. I didn't have a real and I did have like a real boyfriend for probably like around six months in and then we, in like 2000, I'm, I know things by years. I'm mm-hmm. really weird. Like I'm like in January 2007. No, it was like. That's, um, That's amazing to remember because I have no idea. Like it, I don't realize that 2007 was 10 years ago until I think about it. Did you guys hear that exactly 10 years ago today was when Britney Spears shaved her head? What? <gasps> yeah. I, I didn't know that. I didn't realize it. But then it, oh there was like God. a gallery on like E! Online. <laughs> what a treat. Well, happy anniversary, Brittany, for this. We're recording this on February 16th. So, wow. It's 2007. See, I would have picked it 2008. So oh. then... Okay, sorry. So, no, so yeah, go on. So yeah, I mean, it's just like this abyss. And at the time, I was like drinking a lot, doing a lot of coke, like mm-hmm. partying a lot, being crazy. And that's not really conducive to having a healthy relationship. So sure. that really, and I couldn't figure out why. I was just like, why? Or my only like, why don't the good guys want to date me? Like, I could not figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's it's really, it's hilarious. We'd cry yeah. if it wasn't so funny. <laughs> and how did, so tell us about your relationship now. And be, Okay, like, so I'm dating long, a really nice know? guy. I, um, we've been dating for two years. About a little over two years ago, I decided, I was like, you know what, I'm going to online date, but I'm going to do it the right way. I'm going to be fucking awesome at this. I'm going to make it like, I'm going to do this. It was like the new year. It was like the end of 2014, early 2015. Okay. Um, 
so I was dating all these guys, but I was like doing it the right way and like being a good girl and like going on dates and like, but being myself, but not too much myself. And then like not (laughs) sleeping with them, not going, just like going out to like coffee or dinner or whatever. Right. So I had a lot of those. And then I met my boyfriend. His name's Tim. It's not like an unusual name. Hi, Tim. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually told him not to listen. Okay. Bye, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) He probably, I just won't tell, like, I I don't think I told him the name of the podcast. So he probably will never know. But, uh, which app did you guys mean on? Which site? OkCupid. Mm. I was on OkCupid and Match, and That's I thought right. OkCupid was like the ugly redheaded stepchild of Match, but it was actually no. not it's a gem. Uh, people speak highly. I never personally had success on OkCupid, but I feel like people always spoke really highly of it. I've That's how I people. met Pat. Yeah, really? I was just gonna yeah. say, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Though we lied about it for a long time, we said we met in a bar, which Why? isn't a lie. Well, sure. You I don't know because I felt like we just thought. No. It was mostly to like my family and stuff because I oh, felt like they would dating. look down on the online dating. Yeah, because they don't get it like my parents so I told them the truth of how I met Tim I was like we met online and my mom was like okay it's okay you know your cousin met her husband online oh my god you're and like I'm, like, I'm not ashamed okay. of this this is literally how I everyone mean, now meets it's someone so different like yeah. now that's right. I don't know anyone who doesn't meet their boyfriend right. online I can't like honestly unless like they met in college or at yeah work, how like are how you meeting in, in a metropolitan city so you didn't do tinder or bumble I didn't because Tinder seems like um, I knew a lot about Grindr and Manhunt and stuff (laughs) from my gay friends. And it seemed a little bit too hookup-y, which I guess like people do meet and have relationships on Tinder, but I don't know any of those people where it worked out. So yeah, my boyfriend I met on Bumble, which is not Tinder, but but I I feel like like Bumble's a little bit newer. Well, yeah, and it's a little, I feel like Tinder is just fucking. And then I I met some guys who like kind of wanted to uh, listen. I'm not going to like stand up for these guys. They're all like mildly like. I feel like Bumble's a little bit more serious. Sure. I don't know. I don't know why I want to like go to the mat for Tinder all the time. I just feel like it's the way you, you know, with any dating app, you have to weed through the garbage to get there. But there are definitely guys on Tinder who are using it the same way as they're using Match and using OkCupid. But yes, you have to dig through more to get to them, for sure. I think I would really use Bumble, but this is like a little over two years ago, and I don't think it was as big. It kind of was just Remy. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it really got big until even like a year, year and a half ago. Yeah, Yeah. so I um, was dating a bunch of guys. I was just like, I'm going to date all sorts of guys, like all sorts of ages, races. Mm -hmm. We're just going to like put it out there and see what happens. And um, eventually... My boyfriend reached out to me and I didn't respond for a few weeks, which he still like is kind of bitter about. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. He's he's like um, three and a half years younger than me, which is embarrassing. Like, I think it kind of sucks. But um, I don't think so. I like I dated guys that were younger than me and I always liked them better. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I've dated guys who are older and it turns out like my the guy I dated semi like. We did it for like six months, but like I thought we were official and it turns out he didn't think so. That's hilarious. Do you know, like, was he actually like seeing other people? Or yes. He just, wow. And it was. It and was you weren't at all. No. It was like, it was That's a so horrible misunderstanding. It's basically because he introduced me to his family uh-huh. and I was like, well, I'm in now, right? Like, and, and I was like, met them multiple times and we were together a lot and I just yeah you it, I mean I would say that most people would take that as a sign that I mean it's the thing exclusive. is I should have asked and I I think I I knew I'm not a stupid girl like I knew right. if I asked I might not like the answer I got and I of liked course. what was going on of course so um, anyways he was in his 40s so I was just like you know what that didn't work out for me like just because you're in your 40s you can still be a piece of shit in 40 yeah, right so um, can I ask how old you are you don't sure I'm 33 okay yep 33 yeah. So then, <laughs> I'm 34. Okay, and I'm right. 32. Look at us, we're just in a row. Yes. 
I'll just rock I'll in the 30s. Just, yeah. Um, what were we talking about again? Oh, my no boyfriend. Idea. So you didn't. Re- he wrote to you and you didn't respond for a few weeks because yeah. he, he was young. He was too young and he looked a little nerdy, which he is. Mm-hmm. And he, on like in one of the pictures, he's like on his computer wearing glasses. I mean, he wore. It's not. I <laughs> wear glasses. Like, playing like, it up too. He was like, <laughs> he was like here's me playing, him, like riding a Porsche <laughs> or like like on the beach running. No, I don't know what I was. I just remember that picture and I was like, I don't know. And um. But then he was like asking, you know, like most of them were like, hey, ma. And yeah. he was like, oh, what's up? I see you went to such and such college. I went to this college that was like an hour okay. away. Uh, that's really cool. I see you like writing and you like this band and let's talk about it. Nice. Good conversation starters. Yeah. Specific information. And I was like, okay, he really like, he's interesting. And he had a dog, which I love dogs. So that yeah. like really right. drew me in. Now this dog is the love of my life. I'm his, oh my his stepmother. I yeah. love that. Yeah. So, um... It got serious kind of quickly. Like, we were official, I think, within, like, a little over a month, which I think I was just, like, so into him. And because, like, I had such commitment phobes in the past, I'm like, dude, I'm not. This yeah. is happening. But that's what I think. I don't know. I've always <laughs> And he was, like, like yeah. when you know, you know. And that yeah. way, you know. And we yeah, just kind of, like. Me. Yeah, He's just, like, do you want. Do you want to be official or not? Like, I don't know. What are words that like guys who don't talk about feelings He said, do you want to wear my pin? (laughs) And you were like, yes. (laughs) He pinned you. Under the bleachers. Well, that's awesome. So do we, I feel like, do we want to just get into this? I mean, do we care about talkable shit? Oh, we do because topical shit is kind of fun. It's background stuff. So listen, topical shit came up before we started. And I think it is a very fun universal topic uh, because we all do recon before we go out with a guy for the first time especially when we're dating online and you know going mm-hmm. out with new people frequently and you really have no context it's not like the guy at work or a guy I mean not that you wouldn't do recon at the guy on the guy at work or the guy that you met at a bar but especially when you're swiping around on the apps and I understand Jenna you really go the full mile I go you go big or go home yeah. I mean actually I've done it not before the first date usually it's like after like a date or two where I'm like, I want to see him again, but I'm not going to continue this if he's a pathological liar. Right. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. So right before I met Tim, when I was dating a lot of guys, I was dating a comedian. And oh. he, um, I actually met him at a at a club. He was like um, doing his spiel at a comedy club and I was in the front <laughs> row and he was harassing the shit out of me. Of and then after he asked for my number and then we dated. So that I was like during my online dating period, but then when it rains, it pours. Right. Sure. So, um, we went out a few times and he told me he was 37 and I had no reason not to believe that. But then after our initial conversation, he mentioned like things were a little bit off, like his like time period. He was like, yes. yeah. And then I went, I was like, when did you graduate college? And the year didn't really, it just like, I, I was like, this seems. He was like odd. really into a group that was popular before you would have been born. Like, yeah. Something <laughs> like that. Something right. like that. And so I did a background through work, I have like um, these like programs where you can basically do background checks on people and look into any like criminal records, um, prior addresses, like really creepy shit, like phone numbers. I don't actually use it to contact people. Just like sometimes I'll do it just to like just to get some information. So yeah. then I found out he's not 37. He's 45. Oh, wow. that's, that's like, significant. It's pretty right? significant. And also don't lie about your age with somebody that you're dating because they'll find out. Right. What yeah. are you gonna do? Like, if it goes anywhere, you're gonna eventually have to. Yeah, exactly. Show and I was like, hand. when were you planning? Well, he told me the first time we we're hanging out. I don't know why. I was just like, oh, so how old are you? Because we were talking about a band or something stupid where right. my age came up. So I asked him, and he just like was like 37. I was like, okay, cool. And then 
I don't think he knew that we were actually going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Got it. And yeah. then, um, so like our third, after the second date, I looked into this and um, I discovered that he was lying. So he then background checked the shit out of him. Yeah. I so I didn't even really want to see him again. Maybe it was after the third date, but I just was like, I just want to see him again just so I can like throw this in his face and see right. how he reacts. Yeah. Cause, Cause you're, you're not dating anybody who lies about their age like that. No. Like seven, you know what I mean? You're like, we're done. Yeah. And I think at that point I had just met Tim and I was like, I like this guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one's not going to work out. And like, he, I didn't even think he was that funny. Yeah. And you're coming like, I've actually dated a few different comedians and they're never been like funny. I think a lot of though that's the MO because you aren't like you're not necessarily on the whole time. You of know course. what I mean? Like you're on on stage and then off stage a lot of comedians are shy or like socially awkward and sort of Or no, I mean like their on stage wasn't funny. Oh. oh. <laughs> he was just well, not that talented. Too. There's a lot of those. Yeah, and so I was like, many of those. Why are you a comedian? <laughs> Um, he was a decent guy, but then anyways, yeah, so I, I threw it in his face. I was like, can you just remind me? I was acting really weird. And I was like, just remind me how old you are. And he was like, 37. I'm like, no, you're not. I know the truth. <laughs> oh my God, you told me Did you just like, say his birthday to him? You're like. And I was like, I know you're 45. And he was like, how the fuck do you know that? <laughs> and he's like, I can't because I, of ageism in Hollywood. I'm like, you're not in Hollywood. Yeah. And neither am I in Hollywood. Yeah. So why are you lying <laughs> to me? Like, I really could not care less. And whatever and he just was explaining how he has to do it for the business if he wants to like make it big oh he has to be God. in his 30s I'm like, so You're then you could have said I tell people I'm 37 but I'll let you know that I'm or like whatever even if you wanted to try to pretend like that was the reason he was lying to you you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. well I tell people I'm 37 like in the business but I'm really 45 like easy enough and also you're a man and nobody gives a shit That's how old a man saying. is if it was a woman I would understand I'd be like yeah it is true right don't lie to somebody that you're dating though and then yeah, right. but for a man, it's like they keep giving Kevin James shows. Nobody <laughs> knows how old he is, and he's ugly as sin. I know, and even with the new show he has, like it's like Kevin can wait. His wife is like this, like the, yeah. the Leah Remini. Mm-hmm. It's so fucked up. But yeah, yeah it made no sense. And then um, after that kind of went downhill from there because it was an awkward <laughs> confrontation. There's nowhere to go. Did it's you like ever, a mudslide. Did you ever see him again? No, but then actually he was like, go, tr- he was like touring or traveling for like six weeks, and then by that point I was – serious with him this is kind of a ghosting thing too because he was texting me when he was back and he was like I really want to hang out still blah 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 I'm really sorry I lied to you and I was just I was like and I didn't respond for a few days and then he would like hit me up again I was like you know I'm just gonna tell him like yeah I was like look I'm serious with someone now and Mm -hmm. um sorry besides the lying thing like I I can see you're a good person you mean well but it's just I'm I'm so curious who this guy is I'll, I'll look at my Facebook okay we'll look later yeah um so what about your ghosted stories? What, what are some of your dating escapades, <sighs> Jenna? Well, I've definitely had like guys. Did we already mention that you have a unique dating situation or you did for a little while? Because you were dating sober. Oh, that doesn't even seem unique to me. Like <laughs> As I name. pour myself another glass of wine, Erin, yeah. do you want another glass of wine? In a Starbucks cup. Sure. Yeah, we're, we're drinking. Chelsea had a rough day today, and so she texted me. She was like, maybe you could day. get some wine on the way here. I don't judge. It's totally fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I forgot to mention, I've been sober for six years. Um, Congratulations. Thanks. Congrats. I just had my anniversary. Awesome. Cheers to them. La- two weeks ago. Oh, great. Yeah, so I had a little party. So you got, it's like another birthday. Like, it mm-hmm. sucks. It totally. Doesn't, well, it's hard being sober, so you might as well get another birthday out of it. Yeah, hell yeah. Get some presents and shit. Hell yeah. It's harder work than being born. Absolutely. It's way harder work than being born. <laughs> Actually, my first year, because my boyfriend's not sober. He's just, mm-hmm. he drinks, but not a lot. He's like a very normal person. I've seen him drunk like once. Right. Mm-hmm. It's very odd. Um, 
Yeah, and he, I convinced him that like he needs to get me like a nice present. Like you don't need to get someone a nice present. Like, <laughs> but it's not if that you can get serious. a present, get a present. And I was like, yeah, yeah we treat it very seriously. And he's like, oh okay, and like got me something nice. I, I can't love remember that. what. But then he figured <laughs> it out. <laughs> you go yeah. like six years sober gifts and nothing came up and he was like screw this oh my god we totally fucked with him because at first he didn't know much about it and he kind of thought it was culty which a lot of people do and i understand why because you're in the program yeah i'm in i'm in aa you can say it because it's not my i'm not saying my last name or anything so okay fine. um the program i don't know <laughs> yeah no that's what they call it so yeah or like a 12-step program. It's like and then, only- well, obviously, it's been successful for you. you yeah. You no, out. it really, it was really, really good. I mean, it's changed my life in a lot of ways and like my dating life and every yeah. aspect of my life. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have nothing but good things to say about being sober, being sober and mm. um, all that stuff. But so what are some unique things that have come up with dating while sober because I think that for us we equate it a lot with like getting a drink at a bar or sort of like the it's sort of like greases the wheels in a way that you don't have especially if you were you know drinking more than the average person before it it, was it like a hard contrast was it difficult oh my god it was so hard I mean because I used to go like get bombed on dates that was like the funnest thing ever I would just get bombed and then God only knows what would happen right yeah usually be like sleeping with them in their apartment and waking up somewhere you know Mm -hmm. which I didn't understand why that wasn't great (laughs) (laughs) and then you're like everyone had a good time right everyone had fun what's the big deal and that added another because unfortunately it is you know a social norm to drink so then it already adds a little bit of a you know probably unwanted conversation starter for you and you're like oh i'm not drinking why you know Uh, like you get the like what's going on and then you have to give your whole fucking life story on the first date because totally you know what's ironic is i actually um i went out with a guy who was sober when i was like really drinking a lot and i didn't know he was sober he actually he was he worked at mtv oh interesting yeah and he um i met him through a work thing and he asked me out and i was like why are you not drinking and he was like oh i'm actually sober like and i was like are you an alcoholics anonymous like being an asshole like who even asks yeah, that right. and he was like yeah so um, I, he never asked me out again. Surprise, surprise. And then... Um, I wish I could like reunite you guys right now. Like Jen, I guess who we have. Just like run through <laughs> Coming the Coming up from the third floor of this building. Do you remember his name? Yeah. Offline. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you off. I know who he is. But um, he... And then I was at one of my first meetings and he was the speaker. No. Um, and I was like, oh, so he does know. kidding me. <gasps> and then, yeah, then I was like, hey, I don't know if you remember me. We went out like three years ago. I was really drunk. Did you remember? He was, I think he pretended to, but he was just like, oh, hi. He was like kind of cold, which is fine. Sure. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to be nice to me. He doesn't right. owe me anything. Sure. Yeah. But anyways, that was just a, that's a side note. Um, so interesting. Dating sober can be like a job interview. Yeah. It sucks. It really sucks. But then it's really, it's just like you have to put more work in, which is ultimately, ultimately more rewarding. So mm-hmm. I think it's totally... But then it also helps you weed out a lot of douchebags. Yeah, like, that's true. I think it's like, it's just because, like, I don't want to date a guy who drinks a lot. It's just right. not something I'm interested in, like, mm-hmm. which is fine. I don't care if they're like, have a problem or if they don't. I just don't want to be involved in that. So if they have a problem with me not drinking, then it weeds them out pretty quick. It's like, sure. So that's actually happened. I think in the beginning when I started dating, I really had like high hope because I was like, I'm a better person now. I'm going to meet amazing guys. Like, where is my fucking prince? You know, stuff like that. And um, that didn't exactly happen. I went on a few dates with a guy who was like, I thought was really cool. And we really hit it off. And he was he was like, look, I really like drinking. I don't want to date a sober girl. And I was like, heart, I was crushed. Mm. But then ultimately, it's like, why? Why? I don't want to date you, you know? 
And it's like a lot of just like thinking about what you want and not what they want. Yeah. Yeah. So, and also it just helps you, yeah, helps you weed. If, if it's bad, like the thing is, if the, if I was on a date and it was bad and while I was drinking, I would just drink more mm-hmm. to make it better. Right. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and, then, and then you kind of forget, then you're like, wait a minute, was this good? Yeah. yeah. I feel like this is like, fun. a lot of fun. He said some racist shit, but after that, I remember <laughs> having a great fucking time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And now I'm like, oh, this isn't good. I'm going to leave. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm very with it. And this is not a guy I want to spend my time with. Yeah. So, and you also, like, you can talk more about, and also you just come off more, like, as yourself. And, yeah. Um, Which I think is the opposite. I think a lot of people think, like, I have to drink to sort of loosen up and be myself. And it's like, well, no. It's no. Actually, you are more yourself when you're not. Yeah, it it just sucks because there's a lot of girls like who are like newer than I am in the program who get so upset about like the guys not or like insist upon dating the guys they used to date who are like dragging them to bars and blacking out. I'm like, why would you want to spend your time with a man like this? Yeah. And also, why would you spend your time in a bar when you're not drinking? Right. Yeah. I feel like I've had to for a few times because, I don't know, I wasn't drinking for whatever reason or when I used to work in bars, too. And I was like, this is a hellhole. These people are animals. I don't like, like, I have friends who are sober who go to bars and, like, sometimes go to clubs. And I would rather, like, poop my pants. I don't know a better comparison. Yeah. Than, (laughs) which is not something I'd like to do. (laughs) Which is why we're comparing I out and pull out my eyeballs. Yeah. It's one of those things. And like, I can go, I go to bars sometimes for like people's birthdays or like. You have to, just socially, yeah. Yeah, and I, it's fine, but I don't want to be there past like 11. I drink like a maniac and I don't want to be at bars half the time or past 11. Yeah. And like, I just, I'm a drink on my couch type of person. And bars like are just an awful place to be 99% of the time. I think no matter whether you're drinking or not. Maybe I not. I mean, not, I love maybe a bar. 80% so. of the time. But I drink. A bar where I can hear the people. This is like whole other. This is a whole other conversation. A bar where we can hear each other talk. There's no line at the door. No one's judging you. Your worth of like trying to get in. Guys, I could go on. So that is a unique perspective. Because you would. Then you're just going to dance. Like that makes sense to me. Yeah. I like. Yeah. I like. you like to dance. I'm okay with dancing. But I have like sober girlfriends who really like to dance and they like and I go to concerts and stuff I'll go to bars for concerts like I have no problem doing that I also really like going to burlesque shows um I was a burlesque dancer briefly really yeah I forgot about that I always forget about things about myself (laughs) Um, (laughs) while you were drinking when you were sober sober. how did that happen um I had a friend who we went to uh it's called Hotel Chantel and they have an amazing burlesque show every Uh Friday night and um we went and I was like that looks really fun I want to do that. It was just like more like a goal. Yeah. And when I was drinking, I was always taking my clothes off. And I was like, why don't I do this <laughs> sober? Why not? Yeah. And it just seemed like a really fun thing to do. So I had like a spurt where I was going to a ton of classes. The New York School of Burlesque is amazing. I love yeah. it. And one of my really good friends is now like, this is probably four years ago. And she's a really prominent um, burlesque dancer in the city now. Oh, wow. um, I don't, I was like, I don't, I kind of just dropped it. It wasn't really for me. It was just kind of something fun to try. Totally. Yeah. That's so cool. That's really fun. Yeah. But like I go and I, sometimes I'll see her perform or I'll see other people perform. I follow people mm-hmm. or I go to see comedians. Like yeah. I go to bars. I just, yeah. I don't go to bars to go, just to go to a bar. Right. Right. There's nothing for me there. It's right. like, it's not like if I want to drink Diet Coke, I can do that at a restaurant or in my house. Right. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, and my stuff is there and my dog, so yeah. I prefer to be I'm home. pretty, and I can hear people, and there's yeah. no... Yes, hey, that's a thing. I'm such an old person. So w- how about some of your ghosted stories? 
Okay. Um, I do have one ghosted story that's, I don't know if it's unusual, but it's it's a guy that I was seeing on and off for probably, all right, this was 2012 when I was ghosted. Okay. And we met in 2005. No. Oh. 2002? Whoa. Then, in yeah, college? We went to college together. Whoa. And um, actually, he was having sex with my room, my freshman roommate. Ooh. Yeah. And, um, but we were, but that's how I knew him and I just knew him socially. But then we started like hooking up, I think senior year. Okay. Or no, 2007. I don't, cause I think. So like our first year out of college. Yeah. yeah, So in the city here. Okay. Yeah. And, um, it was just like, he was really destructive as was I. So we were just drinking and doing a lot of Coke together. That's. Not the best kind of date. I thought it was a great date. <laughs> but like, At the time, it was the best date you could imagine. But yeah, it's not like a great who, foundation building. It's not great for like healthy relationships. Right. right. And um, yeah, so, but we were like on and off and he could like get really nasty and then we would both, we would date other people. And mm-hmm. it was just like, it just was, it was a train wreck. It was like, we both were, it was like train wrecks on both sides. Yeah, just two trains just careening towards yes, each other. Yes, exactly. And um, so I got sober and he was actually very supportive even though he didn't choose to. And he was, which is like weird because he's not like a typical, he has really, obviously since I talked to him for so long, like he has really good qualities. Mm-hmm. And um, he was very supportive of me and like very proud. And he's the first person I called my one year anniversary because I oh. never thought I would make it. And he's like, you're going to make it. You're going to make wow. it. Yeah. So. Um, so not a bad guy. I no, guess. Yeah. No. He's just. Uh, troubled okay yeah. I don't know what he's like now I have no fucking idea like <laughs> I don't want to spoiler alert yeah. yeah I don't know his his Instagram seem okay mm-hmm. <laughs> do you still know about what's the last time you checked um right he before actually, I walked like, in yeah. even though he like quote unquote ghosted me like he's still like he'll like my statuses sometimes and, like so weird. like my Instagram do that shit okay, okay so you so you were so you called him on your one year yeah and yeah like, and then we we were Still talking, but then like he would end up ditching me sometimes when we had plans at night because he'd be drunk and he's just like, I didn't want you to see me like this. Just stuff that were like red flags waving in the wind, you know? And then, um, red flag, remember when we were going to have a red flag alert, like sound effect? Remember when we had sound oh, effects? I hated that. I miss those days. Would it be right, like an so alarm flag. sound? Yeah, exactly. Like I don't know. We, had, like, a whole we never board got that, that far. You were, like, doing. Oh, it was so fucking fun. So it was a red flag alert. Yeah. I mean, there were so many. And then um, we were supposed to hang out. It was a, like a day before Hurricane Sandy. I remember this. I kept, I keep trying to say Hurricane Katrina, but. No. Not different one. I was not in New Orleans right. in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> like, it or was I mean, here. It was Sandy. It was the big one. It was Sandy and it was here. I remember yeah. we were all like, this is not that serious. Right. Like, everyone's going to be it fine. Was. It was. I went to I mean, brunch yeah. that morning. Did you? Yeah. I Because Hurricane Irene and they shut down everything and I was like, Oh, who gives a hoot? Right. And That's I was true. Like, I love town for fucking Irene. I mean, not necessarily. I like also sort of was planning on maybe going home that weekend for some family stuff anyways. And I was like, I'll get out of the city. And then, yeah, nothing fucking happened for oh, Irene. But yeah. Sandy so was went, so scary. Sandy was. was when I realized how many cabs are actually cop cars. Oh, my God. Because yeah. they shut down. I was in zone like two. At the time, I was living on 34th and 3rd. So like oh. zone two for flooding. Because I was going to say Astoria. That's the other thing. I mean, like. Astoria is a little bit elevated. Yeah. Nothing ever happens in Astoria. No. So even though it's serious, in Astoria, I'm still in my little bubble. I'm like, it's kind of windy. Should we just go across the street for the bar? Oh, you were right in the thick of it. Oh, it flooded up. Jesus. And I was on Third Avenue. People were getting evacuated on Second. And that's the NYU, the NICU that all the nurses yeah. had to carry the babies down the stairs was yeah. right there between first and second on 31st. So it was oh like right God. by me that's when crazy. that like generator went out. But we, um, 
Oh yeah, so they so they were having everybody. There was like a curfew, and we were like looking out on Third Avenue because everything was bizarre, and all of these yellow cabs kept coming by with like cop lights on them and with a microphone. Saying like, get inside, get inside. If somebody was walking down the street, they'd be like, get, get inside it. now. Yeah. Of course, I went to Dwayne Reed in the middle of it. I, was like, <laughs> I would like an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> and then everything like blew out at like whatever time that happened. Right. Anyway, to it completely hijack your story with my bullshit story. But my it was a crazy time. Right now. Oh my god, should we answer? Absolutely not. Okay, <laughs> she's a nice Christian woman. <laughs> um, so yeah, so then we had plans and then. Sandy. Her, and then Hurricane Sandy happened and then he didn't reach out to me and I was like, that's kind of rude. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to reach out to him and never heard from him again. Whoa. And then Did I you ever wonder if he was okay in light of recent no, events? He was fucking fine. Like I knew. He <laughs> Where was, did he live? Well, actually at that time he was living in Los Angeles, but he was here oh. for, he would be here for work a lot, like at mm, least a week, it. a month or something like that. And, um. Yeah, and then I just never heard from him, and I knew he was okay because I think I saw like his Instagram or his Facebook, or I don't right. think I had Instagram at the time, Facebook, and um, and then he had mentioned he was starting to see someone, and then I looked on Facebook, and it was like as the weeks progressed, I was like, oh, if they're on Facebook, then now yeah. they're on a Facebook relationship, and um, yeah, and then I realized I'm like that's fine, like he can live his life and I'll live mine, and it's fine. And so then, it didn't like supremely hurt you, it wasn't like it did at first. I think I was like, what the fuck, but no. Like, this should be a more serious, like, heartbreaking yeah. ghosted story, but it's more just weird. Have you ever wanted to reach out to him? Did you ever, like, think for a minute, maybe I should just shoot him text. Maybe I should just send him a Facebook message. No, I feel like the desire to reach out to him was just, like, disappeared. Right. It's weird because before I would say those things and, like, take – I've had all these instances, like, especially in college where I'd take guys' numbers out of my phone and then I would find them somewhere. Right. Like, bad men and, like, drug dealers were always, like, coming out of my phone. Right. And then I would, you know – so, um, yeah, no, it's just, and, but it's just really nice. Cause like I, I, he seems okay. I mean, who the fuck knows what pictures he put on Instagram, but I When's hope last he time is. you checked up on him? Like, is he married at this point? What no, he's not him? married. I actually, cause I was thinking about him because of the, po- the podcast. So I was looking at his Facebook. It says they're still in a relationship. So, okay. and there's no like married photos or anything, but, okay. but then she's not on his Instagram in a long time, but then it's, they're still in a Facebook relationship. So I'm confused. I don't mm. know what that, that's very confusing. Up. I wish he'd rectify that. Yeah. Because he doesn't he use Facebook to- that much, <laughs> but it just seems like somebody, if you, guys had such a long relationship and he was so like you know a part of your sobriety and everything it just seems strange that he would just be like no but I'm done and let me walk away like it's just Mm -hmm. odd to me that he wouldn't be like hey girl that I've known forever like I'm starting a serious relationship or something but like I wish you the best I won't say it out loud but last time we did a podcast a couple weeks ago and I ended up having like six friends in common with the person who ghosted so type it in and just see if I have any (laughs) friends in common just out of curiosity I now he actually just lives for in a real city. quick sec he lives in new york yeah and i just never have seen him because the girl he was dating lived here who he met while he was visiting so yeah. he lives here and he what if it's my past. boyfriend oh imagine <laughs> you're like wait, oh you Chelsea. do have some mutual friends <gasps> let's check it out okay the top one. Oh my god oh okay so i don't know who that is oh that's those are very interesting common connections though i can i mean like no one would ever i can say who they are right so okay. it's um a girl that i interned with and subsequently years later i was quitting my job and trying to replace myself to ease the transition because it was oh, a small nice. company i knew that my boss was gonna have a panic attack and so she ended up taking i brought her in to take over that job 
it's her husband. Okay. His mutual friends. And then Willard Ford, who is um, Harrison Ford's son, who I met at a bar like 11 years ago. <laughs> what? Our mutual friends. <laughs> Willard? <laughs> Willard Ford is Harrison Ford. I mean, is this guy in one like of the his entertainment sons. industry? No. Oh. This but Willard so gets around and that's what we've learned in this podcast. Yeah, exactly. He's like, he th- he find- he's like fancy though. He's like rich. What does he do? Is he like a producer or something? No. I, I can't. I don't need like just marketing or something. He's that's Maybe so they fun. went to prep school together or something lame like that. Right. Uh-huh. I don't know. Just fancy things together. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the fancy types do. <laughs> um, I have a note well, here about trick, tricked people into dating. So what was that? You tricked people into dating? Uh, well, Can you sort teach of just, us? Well, more that I would um, not be honest about who I was and what my intentions were. Okay. So, so let's let's delve into that. Yeah, let's so okay. get into so it. one time, actually, this is weird because I think it was at the Soho Grand as well hotel. I don't know why all these Does things. Does the Soho Grand like still exist? I, I think was so. Ask the same thing. Yeah, I've walked by. Should it, I look it up? Yeah, if I, I'm, I think so, but I don't know if it's still like. Is that is this when place. the time of like, um, like when Soho House started? All of these places <laughs> being in the Meatpacking District and not Soho. Um, no, this was. I think I went there because like Jessica Simpson and whoever she was like John Mayer. She was mm-hmm. dating at the time, and they were staying there. So my boss. I mean, so I was gonna say it's so funny. I was gonna say that I thought I remembered it from stories about Jessica and. Um, yeah. And John Mary. Yeah, Soho Grand Hotel is still happening. Yeah. So not they, too far from here. Should we go or no? Yeah, yeah sure. Let's see go. if, you know, Cuba. Let's see if John Mayer <laughs> I feel like I see John Mayer every, like, you know how you have those celebrities in New York City that you just yes. like constantly run You're into? Like, are you following me? Yeah. I constantly run into John, John Mayer. Mayer. Really? Yeah, all the time. And he's always like, he's a very tall man. Like, he's a it's big huge, man. Yeah. And he's always wearing like a cowboy hat or just something or like a bright like a red something. And I'm like, <laughs> Do you you want people to see you? Right. I, Don't tell anyone. I know. Me. He lives in Soho in that giant building that's above a Dwayne Reed. Huh? Which one? It's on, it's like, I'm trying to think. It's like Lafayette and, no, it's like Spring and uh, like Lafayette maybe. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's like a big white weird know, building with yeah, pillars. Yeah. It used to be a bank. Yes. Oh, I know exactly oh, what you're talking cool. about. That's where he lives? Hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean, just from my stalkerish days. <laughs> like, so fun. I don't know if he still lives there. This is like yeah. a long time ago. Well, we'll go after and find out. Yes. And um, Alec Baldwin, I always see, is my other person. Oh, those are good ones. Yeah, that's a good one. I, like I don't ever like, I see nobody fun. I think I don't pay enough attention. The only time I ever see notice celebrities is with when someone else is with me and like. They notice first. Yes. Yeah. I think I'm always like, just like in a daze. I saw Alec Thank like three cats. times in one week and then I just wanted to go up to him and be like, should we be friends? Because we're on the same <laughs> schedule right now. <laughs> it seems like we should just start hanging out on purpose. Right. Like, what audiobooks are you listening to? Yeah. What are you doing these days, Alec? Oh, love Alec. Um, anyways, tricking people. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't say tricking. It's just a little bit of dishonesty. Okay. I mean, it's not like I was ever really serious, but I would just, so I was at the Soho Grand and like a waiter there. I was like, I was pretending just to eat there by myself because basically I was paid to like just go hang out places and drink instead of being in the office. Right. Imagine. Which is such like a great, for somebody who's just like a budding alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally, there was one summer when like Angelina and Brad were living at the Waldorf Astoria <gasps> and my friend who's now also an AA and I would um, <laughs> we'd go and hang out at the bar for like from like noon to like midnight. Oh my, oh my god. god! Just, just drink. Would they ever come down to the bar? Yeah, sometimes. Really? Well, just Brad. Oh, that's that tracks. Yeah. And then what would you though report on just or sit nothing? There and listen. Oh, just listen. Oh, just but in did case you, something. Were you able to listen at that point? Not really. Right. Sure. <laughs> 
Sure. There were so many missed opportunities I feel so guilty about, like, looking back. Or What I would do, though, is I'd write it down on my phone, like, in the notes section. Oh. Or I don't know, what was it? Like, a Blackberry back then. Right. Yeah, whatever sure. the notes was. Yeah. Whatever. And, or I'd write text people or something. So, right. Yeah. But there's definitely times where it was, like, a horse with blinders on. And they'd be like, Brad Pitt's sitting right next to you. You You're are not- an entertainment reporter. <laughs> this You're is your... paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> you're just ordering martinis because I'm sure you weren't like let me just pace myself you're like no no, <laughs> <laughs> no and I would order like the most expensive ones I wasn't paying for it oh, oh, oh 100% amazing. yeah yeah it's the best but yeah there was one time I met this guy and he was a really nice guy and we were talking and I was just asking about like Jessica Simpson or I, whoever it was and he worked at the grand he was, yeah he was uh, a waiter there okay at the bar he, or I think he was the bartender but like since it was the morning time he would like go over and serve right. you breakfast or whatever I love that you were like let me get there at noon in case anyone wants a 3 p.m. drink. Like, <laughs> you, could have there like you never know. Seven. You never yeah, know. I guess no, they so. send me right there. They'd be like, "Go right now." Oh, yeah, because it'd be good. Because other, if you know, if you don't see them, you can ask the wait staff, and you right. know, okay. if they're not busy, like in off hours, that's the best time to get them. Right. Okay. So um, makes sense. Yeah, and then we ended up. This is like 2007 or something, mm-hmm. and to maybe 2008. I was living in uh, Greenpoint at the time. Yeah, and I, we. He just asked me out. I was like, sure. And I think I made up that I was a student at NYU. I would like have a backstory that's pretty. Um, yeah, actually, my name was always Jenna. Yeah. Yeah, because it's easy to remember. And, sure. Um, yeah, and we went out. I, we only went out like one time after that. And then eventually I confessed because it's like, I don't want to be a huge liar. Right. And it's really no point. And he actually was like, I kind of suspected it all along. <laughs> You're like, like, no, you okay. didn't. <laughs> Relax. I think we're still uh, Facebook friends, though. Yeah. I hope he's doing well. Oh, me too. Yeah. I hope he's listening to this right now. I hope everybody's doing well. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. What um, a, any other fun uh, ghost stories that come to mind? Or yeah. trickery? Yeah. Um, let's see. There was one time I had to go on a work trip and I had to pretend I was, it was like for Mariah Carey's wedding to Nick Cannon. Oh, yeah. And they sent me to like that. this small island, the Bahamas. I was rooting for them. I know. You know what? Let's just be glad they had the time. Like, no one thought it would last. And yeah. it lasted like six years. Let's just and be happy. And they got two kids out of it. Yeah. It's great. And they're good co-parents. As much as like Mariah totally. Carey can co-parent. Are they? Yeah, I think they're on good terms. They're oh, always, that's good. Yeah, he was like on his her reality show mm. and stuff, so... So you went to a small island in the Bahamas to try yeah. to scope them out. And like, but people were super protective there and they like could realize you were a reporter immediately. So what I did, well, they sent down a photographer. We pretended to be a couple that was like on like a vacation getaway. So we pretended to be a couple and then eventually we got drunk and hooked up. It's not really <laughs> tricking, but you're tricking other people. Is it also tricking yourself? <laughs> yes. But we had to like share a small like honeymoon suite like and share a bed. So what do you think is going to happen? That's hilarious. I love it. And then when you drink like whatever at the bar there, what do people drink in Bahamas? Uh, like just like, pina coladas? Or hurricanes? Um, hurricanes, yeah. Like Bahama maybe that. Breeze, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Mayhaps. Yeah. I found Really whatever you want in the Bahamas. So, yeah, I don't know what happened to him either, but um, I hope he's doing well. <laughs> he's probably hanging out with Willard Ford and your other ghosted ex. Willard, oh, Willard Ford. Yeah. I've already forgot. Harrison Ford's a strange son. I don't know if they're strange, but they he was strange. an odd fellow. Very nice, but very odd fellow. I don't think I even realized he had kids. I know he was married um, to someone for a really long time. Right. And before, uh, what's her name? Calista Flockhart. But now they've been together a really long time. Yeah, yeah forever. Like, for like 15 years. Yeah. But he was married. Actually, the woman he was married to died recently. Oh, she was a screenwriter. She was a screen. I know weird, weird things, but oh. she was a screenwriter for ET, 
and she died of cancer recently. Oh, that's oh, sad. Wow. Yeah. That's a sad. Big bummer on your podcast. On that note. Yeah. Check your notes. See if there's anything else you want to talk about. Okay. <laughs> I didn't mean for that to come out as um, demanding. As it did. No, it's fine. <laughs> check um, them. Check them. A couple times we, women we came by and like, we're looking dead. in here. Did you notice? And I was what? like. No, I don't really care. Are we, are we caught? Shh. Oh, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about now that I'm in a relationship about like some missed opportunities I have. Yeah. yeah. So. Missed <laughs> connections. <laughs> missed connections. No, so I'm very happy. My boyfriend's amazing um, yeah. most of the time and we're pretty happy. <laughs> we live together. We have our dog. Oh, you do live together. When did you guys move in together? After we've been dating for a little over a year. Okay. So we waited a while. That's a good time so frame. So we've been living together almost one Especially year. Especially for New York, that's a good time frame. Oh yeah, Pat yeah. and I waited... Oh, four Too years. Long. <laughs> we waited a significant amount of time. Why did you feel... I did not want to move to Astoria. <laughs> and he did not want to not live in Astoria. Oh, and I, I didn't lost. know he was a hanger on to Astoria. I mean, but now... I mean, listen. Wouldn't we all live in a brownstone in the West Village if we could? But... Yeah. Uh, but you guys got pretty cheap rent out there it's a pretty we, we have the paisano discount which yeah. is very important but um i mean that's the attraction what discount? paisano it's um it's like brooklyn italian for one of us it's like horrible because it's like because our landlord's italian and pat's italian they're like don't worry so like our landlord will call us and be like if you know if there's something going wrong with the apartment like whatever and he'll be like, well, I'm going to send a guy up to check on it. But don't worry, he's a paisano. Like, don't worry, he's a Italian, so he's not going to, like, kill you. Like, I don't really know what the whole thing is. So I, I don't get I it. I'm not a paisan. Existed. Wait, well, I'm not 100%, but I'm 50% Italian. I am too. I don't and I've never dis- gotten I never this. got the discount. I think it's the, I think you need to be Brooklyn Paisano apparently in actual Italian, like in Italy, it just means like a peasant person. Like it doesn't mean what it means now. That's so funny. I've learned so much about Italian slang and like different things like jabroni. Is is Pat 100% Italian on both sides? Yep. Wow. Mondiello's dango. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not that Italian, I guess. No. Me either. American. He's always like, aren't you happy that you're part of a big Italian family? I'm like, you know, there's good days and bad. But um, anyway, anyway, oh. so we have the Paisano discount, which means that our yeah our rent is good, and the but, agreement was we were going to live in a story for two years, and then we we're going to live wherever I wanted to live, and then but happened. I decided instead to quit my job and become a writer, and I sort of like <laughs> null and voided the contract. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not making enough money to move anywhere. So. I like, and Astoria. we have fun in Astoria. It's fine. Don't act like we don't have fun. <laughs> it's sufficient. Yeah, we have very reserved, modest periodical fun if i no i do like i do like astoria i do think if like if i won the lotto though i would not be living in astoria well of course well no what i like i mean i that's kind of how like tim won like i was living in the upper east side which Mm -hmm. i kind of was over anyways like i just kind of lived there because it's the best place to have studios also a lot of sober people live on the upper east side because there's the meetings there and it's like if for manhattan that's still one of the more affordable neighborhoods exactly Mm -hmm. it's just like it all i actually lived on york and like the subway that was a fucking beast yeah yeah the six train you now get there's good, the queue. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, now you have the queue. Yeah, which I still haven't taken. I want to. I haven't been to Upper East Side since like January first. Oh, I guess. Same. Yeah, forever. But I kind of want to just see what the new subway is. I kind of do too. People are taking pictures of it. People are riding I, it like it's a Disney fucking. Yeah, ride. I was like, calm down, everybody. I don't need to see twelve Snapchats about the new subway station. Like it's fine. I'll see it eventually. Yeah. Like all the other ones. I'm gonna have to go to the Upper East Side at one stage, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I avoid it when possible, but now it'll be like a little adventure. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, yeah, he lives in Park Slope, and I really learned to 
like it. I'd never really been there before. And um, I was just like, oh, this isn't so bad. This is nice. Yeah. And so, and, and I realized it's not that far from the city. There's all the trains there. Oh, yeah, it's not Park that Slope bad. Cool. And it's quiet. Totally. And one of your best friends was living there. Yeah. I mean, I think she's about it, but I mean, it's not a big deal. It's, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And I learned to like it. And I think we're going to stay there for a while. I, I hate yeah. moving. I'm not moving again. Yeah. Moving is the worst. It's the, bad. Oh my God, it was the worst. Yeah. And I had to move both of our apartments because Tim got called away for on a work job. Actually, co- coincidentally, to the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> the same island where Mariah Carey lives. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was a nightmare from hell. Um, oh, my, but uh, yeah. Okay. So we're happy and everything's good. But then, um, so I, I love to eat food mm-hmm. and I put lots of pictures of like all different restaurants around the city. So because I'm sober, I'll like, my thing is like, food now yeah um i, like I really enjoy it as somebody who follows you i think on all social media probably oh, good i do enjoy all of you do let me know like what's happened coming where i should be going i like it yeah i like like looking into new things and, mm-hmm. like whatever going to newyorkmagazine.com whatever and so this guy who has a new restaurant who like apparently makes like this hot new burger in town reached out to followed me and he's like i like your page and then he friended me on facebook and then he asked me out <gasps> i want to go with a fucking chef oh my god <laughs> And I told Tim this, and I was like, you should be very jealous. <laughs> because I am about to leave you. <laughs> I'm about to leave you for a burger man. <laughs> a burger king. How did he yeah. react to that? Uh, no, he, he could not care less. He's like, right. okay. Like, he just, he's like, he's like I know you don't want to move again, so yeah. you're stuck with me. <laughs> he's like, you're not going to do that. Yeah. Like, Try me. And I was, so I was like talking with him very like platonically, which is another topic like when is it appropriate to like talk to other guys when you're in a relationship sure yeah that is a good conversation i feel like we've like sort of a little bit jtt'd in other episodes just the tip oh i just was like, like jtt just <laughs> jtt just for a minute home improvement just to see how it feels um, uh yeah, yeah. I feel like that's happened to me before where I've met a guy who is also in a relationship and I'm obviously in a relationship and been like, I want to be your friend, but it's like, I don't know how to do. And it's so weird to be like, um, I was like, do you want to like hang out and get drinks? Like, I don't want to fuck you. Like, <laughs> but then that's awkward to say. So then it just sort of like, doesn't happen. Like I just end up not hanging out with any of these right. people because yeah, I talked about is. that. It's like very strange. Like I don't have any guy friends that aren't friends of Pat's. Oh, yeah, you did talk about this on yeah. one. Um, yeah, I don't, I've never been a guy's girl anyways. Like, the pe- the guys I was hanging out with, it was just to, like, drink mm-hmm. with and um, have sex with, I guess. Sure. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I've never been, like, a guy's girl. I do, I like hockey a lot, so it's, like, a sport. But. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it's a sport, a sportsy thing that yeah. I can, like, connect <laughs> with straight men thing. on. I've always been, like, someone who's surrounded by women and gay men. Mm-hmm. Right. And before, I used to be, like, kind of, I think it's awesome. Like, I, who needs men anyways? Oh, right. exactly, yeah. I actually said, I was walking down the street the other day with Tim and this group of, like, bros. They were drunk and they, like, ran into us and they were, like, running down the street. And I was like, I fucking hate straight men. I hate them so much. And Tim's like, I am straight. <laughs> um, yeah, but I I don't really have I'm the opposite. Friends. I wouldn't say that I'm, I don't think of myself as a guy's girl, but I have a lot of very close straight male friends. Mm-hmm. And then even more, I would say, you know, straight male just like acquaintances and people I have affection for, like just guys I came up, you know, whatever, like doing stand up with or that we just kind of, yes, a lot of them are fucking psychopaths. 
But well, they're comics <laughs> and they didn't have a choice. But also, those are all guys that, I mean, because you haven't been in your current relationship for very long. Right. I think it's like once you're in a relationship, how do you make a platonic male friend? Yeah. Sure. Is yeah. the question because I have no idea. That's, oh, to make one. Well, sure. How do you meet one? Yeah. But to I would say I have them. a, right. I think, yeah, I have a few that for sure, like a couple close college friends, a couple close from high school, a couple from like the city that for mm-hmm. sure I think I maintain. But yeah, to make a new. I kind of had a situation friend. like, well, this one. I mean, I'm not going to hang out with this guy. Like, right. I know his intentions, whatever. And, right. But then this was a few weeks ago. So I always transfer trains at our Atlantic Barclay Center. And every Monday, I actually go to an AA meeting. And then I come home. And it's um, a lot of times there's like home Islanders games. And they're coming down. And like, they're going to the right. R train. They're in their gear. And I like talking to them about hockey because like Tim doesn't watch hockey. I don't, most of my girlfriends, like no one's watching hockey. So no, I want to like. Yeah, and I want to just talk to them. So I'll be like, oh my God, how's the game? And I ended up talking to this guy. We were waiting for the R train for fucking like 20 minutes and we were just like shooting the shit. It was really late. And we were talking a lot, blah, blah, blah. And he actually was, he was a ref at um, Barclays. And I oh, was wow. I was like, oh my God, I want to. And he was like, yeah, maybe we can like go to a game sometime. And then I was like, absolutely. But then I'm like, is that appropriate? I mean, I think it just depends because I really do. I mean, I think there really are guys there are, I think, instances. Actually, no, that's probably not true. I'm hearing myself talk. There probably is no <laughs> instance of a guy. If he was in a relationship, he would have never, never said that to you. I feel like guys so, are more yeah. afraid of that than right. women are. Right. Like they're immediately like, I, I fucking have a girlfriend. But then I, we were talking, and then I was like, I didn't mention my boyfriend. But then he asked where I lived and why I lived there. So I'm like, I'm not gonna lie to him. And I was like, Well, yeah. I lived there with my boyfriend. And then he didn't never reached out to me. I was just like, You right. can find me on Facebook. I wasn't like gonna give him my number. But then he never reached out. So. Right. Yeah. Right. He got it. Yeah. Yeah, but that'd be nice to have a friend who works who's at like Barclays. Barclays yeah. Oh, yeah, who's a ref for the NHL. That'd be great. Yeah, how cool is that? But no, it never worked out between no. us for a friendship. <laughs> I guess if anyone can crack that code, let us know. It's interesting. Yeah, the code of platonic male friendships. I feel like I did when I, I worked in a very like bro-y tech uh, company for a little mm-hmm. while. And then I did have like a lot of guy friends, but I feel like that was all situational and none that I took with me once I left that company. Right. No, they really bonded with. Yeah. No. I mean, and then I even asked because I came home and Tim was awake and I was just like, uh, would you have, I just want to know hypothetically, could I do that? And he's like, he's just very chill. He's right. just like, yeah, I mean, if it's about hockey, yeah, like I guess and you want to go to a game, like why not? Yeah. I'm right. actually going to a game with my, one of my best friend's husbands, just the two of us. Cause he that's has sweet. Though. I know. And they're like, that's, Kind of people I told someone they were like that's kind of weird but no like- that's what I was actually going to say that is the only and not that I'm super tight that we like you know text and have ice cream Sundays just the two of us but my boyfriend's close guy friends I would say like are the closest thing to and we haven't been in a relationship that long but that I would consider a couple of them like my friends you know or that I don't think it would be weird if and they are all in relationships you know that if we then went to get like you're saying if we like had a drink at some point without my boyfriend without his girlfriend yeah i feel like that's fine because it's like you both know where the other person is like obviously nothing's gonna happen between the two of you because yeah like she doesn't like hockey and he has he has two seats so he just invited me and he got them for free like right it's not a big deal but i don't know I'm very lax about it, but I know there's other people who are way more old school about too. it. I am too. I'm more like, I think, lax about it then. I mean, I don't know. My AA sponsor is actually really, she's like, you don't have guy straight male friends who are like outside of your boyfriend other than like his friends. Like she doesn't want you to? No, she just says like she, like it's something that she adheres to. And I can, uh, I'm just kind of like, I don't know if that's how I would. I think what the only is thing that is, a, sorry. Oh, I just think like it, I think the, 
closeness. I think the relationship has to just change. But I think you can be like, oh, very like surface friends. We're going to grab a drink. We're like talking about very surface things. But the closeness and the intimacy that you maybe once had, even with, you know, like I'm thinking about some of my longstanding straight male platonic friendships, the relationship has to change. Like the intimacy has to, you know, decrease. Yeah. Once your relationship. When I've gone to like movies with like Pat's friends and stuff because we just worked out that the two of us could go and like Pat couldn't go. And then, but, and I feel like for like a hockey game too, it's like you're both there doing something else. It's not like we, the two of you are just like going out for a drink or like a romantic weekend <laughs> yeah. in the upstate or something, which would be like, <laughs> there's no other reason to do this. Hmm. Yeah. But what is it about um, AA and not wanting to have friends of the opposite sex? Cause I feel like I've heard that a few times and I don't think I ever, like I understood like not, they don't want you to get in a relationship when you're newly sober. And I, that makes sense to me. But what's her reasoning behind like not wanting you to have male friends? It's, that's I mean, I don't know why I said it. I could have just said she's my friend because I think that's just her because uh, she's, oh, like tra- oh, okay. she's from the Midwest and she's more traditional and she's been married since she was like young. And mm-hmm. but I, no, I do there in the program like they're you're generally supposed to stick with like your own sex. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of interesting because like newly sober people are horny and like need relationships and are crazy and they just kind of want to. <laughs> Which only yeah. works if you're heterosexual. Let me just tell you about like the gay men, the gay A's. They are like <laughs> the gay A's. <laughs> they all are having sex with each other. That's that's not all of them. That's for sure. You're saying not, yeah. <laughs> Is that homophobic to say? Uh, but it, it yeah, <clears throat> I, it would be harder, I guess, because they're like you can only hang out with only women, gay men. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just the general thing. I mean, I get it. And actually, I used to hang out with a way more, again, like, I think as I've been in a relationship, I've stuck more with women. Like, yeah. also because I was, like, the sober guys I've dated have always ended up being fucking assholes. Right. And I was just kind of disgusted by it. So now my me meeting I go to every week is a woman. It's just all women. And that makes sense nice. for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just, I also, I just, like, the camaraderie. Like, I have sisters. I didn't, like, grow up with a lot. Well, I have, like, male cousins. But yeah. I'm just, like, a, yeah, it just makes me feel comfortable. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And the way that you have to open up to in a meeting, I feel like I would rather oh, have it be yeah. all women than. Oh, absolutely. Because you can, you're not, you can't like sit there and talk about like your sex life. Like you wouldn't feel comfortable doing it mm-hmm. or right. a lot of people wouldn't. And it's not always appropriate. So um, right. in women's meetings, you can talk more intimately about other things. And like a lot of girls have like eating disorders or like right. what are other women's problems? Right. Shit like that. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. This all has right. been enlightening. I wish then we could tell people what we usually do, which is where they can find out more about you. But don't look into her at all. Please. <laughs> don't background check her. You'll never figure out who she is if we have anything to do with it. Jenna, thank you so much for coming by tonight. Thank you. you Thanks were for amazing. Having me. Yeah. You were so fun. Um, yeah, everybody email us at ghosted story. Yeah, well, if you fo- have a ghosted story, ghosted stories podcast at Gmail. Yeah. We want to hear a guys. few good ones, but we've yeah, got a lot of good ones, but we'll have an episode soon where we do another listener, uh, email start. We're stockpiling them mm-hmm. for a rainy day. And then at ghosted stories on Twitter, ghosted stories on Facebook. Uh, yeah. And we'll see you guys next week. All right. Boo. Boo.